We carry on with the cricket. Of course we carry on with the cricket. We're joined now by the head of selectors, former Black Cap and friend of the programs. I like saying that. His name is Gavin Larson. Gavin, welcome to the show. Where do we start? What, what do we do? How do you look at this and how do you disassemble this? What what happens now? Oh, God, you tell me, Darcy. Um, hello. Um, look, mate, i got no idea. That was... Um, it was some night. It was um, an amazing piece of theatre. It was just a, a magnificent game of cricket and I guess one of the best pieces of sport you could ever imagine being part of or witnessing. And, um, you know, we've come out on the wrong end of it and, um, boy, it hurts, I can tell you that much. But you've got to think back to the start of the tournament and when we turned up that this really is... Look, the fairy story would have been we found the glass slipper. It dropped it and broke, unfortunately. But where they got themselves to when you consider the tournament, that's pretty impressive, Gavin. Oh, look, I I, I could not be prouder uh, of, of the lads. Um, you know, what Kane and the boys and, and Steady and, you know, Macca, Craig McMillan and his last uh, last tournament, what they have delivered for us has been something very, very special. Look, we've, um, we've had our moments, there's no doubt about that. We've, you know, we've stumbled a bit at times, but Look, Darcy, at all times we've showed that good old Kiwi character, that guts, that pluck, that, you know, that, that spirit. You know, when we're backed into a corner, we'll never die wondering. And, I, you know, I think, mate, no better illustrated across the semi final than what we witnessed last night, which was just quite bizarre in the extreme. Yeah, it was the ability for the team right the way through the tournament and, and yesterday as well specifically to get up after being knocked down and keep slugging. There was there was no off button. There was no, this is all over. We'll fight to the very, very last, quite literally. Too right. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't agree more. And I think also married into that, you know, a really healthy dose of, of cricket smarts, of cricket intelligence. Um, you know, there, there's been a bit written up about it now, but the pitches at that tournament were... I think average. Um, they made for captivating cricket, there's no doubt about that, but they certainly weren't the belters that we were predicting. And when we actually selected our our initial squad, it was all sort of almost based on the premise that, gee, there, there could well be a very high-scoring tournament. It wasn't that way, and our boys have adapted superbly across the tournament. Um, they've scrambled to put scores on and then fought like cornered tigers to, uh, to, to defend sometimes pretty small totals. And... Um, Gee whiz, I, I, mate, I just can't believe how close we've come and they didn't even beat us. <laughs> <laughs> Don't rub it in. Gavin Larson joins the programme as we look back at this uh, World Cup. Look, batting, definitely not the strongest part of our game, no doubt about that, but we scrambled through. How difficult selecting and maintaining that, that same 11, because there were minimal changes to that 11. That was uh, a calculated risk, a punt, a gut feeling. Talk to us about that. Yeah, look, um, I mean, I'm back here in New Zealand, so that was very much the domain of, of, of coach-captain when it came to selecting, <clears throat> excuse me, the playing 11. You know, I'd talked to Steady a little bit um, offline. Uh, but, look, we have massive faith in someone like Martin Gupta, and, you know, he's certainly had a, a lot of air time over the last month. Um, he has had a, you know, a really challenging World Cup from a, you know, runs production point of view, but... Never once did we sort of waver in, in terms of thinking of Martin as an absolute match winner for us. He's done it in the past, and this just wasn't his tournament. Simple as that. And um, you know, and Tommy Latham had a, had a few challenges early on too in the middle order. And you know, we also know he's a quality player and that he was going to come good, and he did that in the in the semi and the final. Um, 
and Henry Nichols. Um, I thought his 50 yesterday at the top of the order was um, was a very, very good knock in, in challenging situations as well. Yeah, I thought that his um, innings up against India in that semi-final was something else. He goes early, and it's a very different story. So a lot of these guys, in a number of different aspects, I suppose, Gavin Larson, which is the most pleasant thing about this, is they stood up all over the shop just when you thought they were on their last legs. Like Colin de Grandhome looked like he'd... Hadn't hit a ball in quite some time in the, down the stretch last night, but you give him the ball to bowl, voila, look what I can do. The fielding, the catching, the whole nine yards. Yeah, look, they all chipped in, and that's why I am so proud of them as a, as a, as a unit. Um, you're right about Dutchie, and I would I would single Colin out. Um, you know, that 10 overs was just was magnificent. You know, the pitch was tailor-made for him. It was just holding a little bit, but he was exemplary in his, in his line and length and, you know, did, did extremely well. But look, uh our bowling unit as a whole um, has been fantastic. You know, well led by Bolte, um, who's got the pedigree and the experience. And, you know, he had a very, very good tournament. Um, but the absolute revelation for me is, is, and I'm just so pleased for him, is, is Lockie Ferguson, who just had such an outstanding tournament. And to end up with the second most wickets in the tournament is just a, you know, a brilliant result for him. And, and he just provided that cutting edge for us right through the tournament. In, in hindsight, did the right team go over? Did you select the right squad and, and you're comfortable with the 11 that ended up playing predominantly? Yeah, definitely. Um, no issues whatsoever. And um, <clears throat> those guys that were, you know, carrying the drinks more often than not, you know, the, the Sodies, the Blundells, um, Tim Saudi, you know, if they if we if we didn't need them for a, a you know, some sort a longer period of, of match play, I would have been absolutely confident that they would have that they would have delivered. So, no, we were we were very comfortable with the the, the squad, the balance of the squad, and how we set it up. And um, I don't think we can argue now, Das. You know, we're you know literally a you know an inch or a millimeter away from uh, hoist, hoisting the cup and. Gee whiz, it's, uh, it's pretty gutting, to be fair. Yeah, and a lot of conjecture around the, the nature of the group, re, the all-rounders. You've got to be. Look, some of them had some good days and some bad days, but generally across the board, the three men tasked with batting and bowling performed bloody admirably, didn't they? No, they did. And, and, and look, I highlighted right at the start um, when we selected the team that, you know, that was an area that um, it, it was a big focus of ours, the all-rounders. So Nisham de Gronholm, Santner. Um, and how we were going to sort of hopefully get, you know, good production out of that area. Well, look, you know, they, they've all chipped in at times. Um, not massive um, performances, you know, consistently across the tournament, but as a group, you know, they've all stood up when, when we've needed them to and, um, you know, couldn't be happier with that group. Have you been in contact with the team at all, Gavin? Yeah, it was interesting. Funny you say that. I was, I was pretty gutted this morning after the result and I needed some fresh air, so I... So I took the dog dog out down here in Mapur and tried to get some fresh air. And my phone rang and it was um, and it was Gary Stead um, and he was just he was checking in. And um, we've also, believe it or not, got a got a team. We've got a name soon to go to Sri Lanka. So whilst you know the emotions of the World Cup were very much front of mind, you know we've still got to keep focusing on what's um, what's happening in the near future. And um, I could hear a little bit of chatter in the background and some kids laughing and. He was standing out in the middle at Lords, and um, you know the families were out there—the the wives, the girlfriends, and the kids—and they were having a hit out in the middle. And I just thought that um, that created some nice context. And um, probably, I guess, we all just need to realise that the sun will come up tomorrow. And um, you know, at the end of the day, it's a game of cricket. Gee, we feel, we feel pretty sick, but um, but that's life. So, as far as moving into Sri Lanka and that, that that Test series you're starting off with, in between now and then, what? 
is requirements of the players? Is it going to be a massive debrief, some recovery work, some work on their confidence or self-esteem? Are you quite happy where they are mentally? What, what kind of processes are followed now before we start over in Sri Lanka, Gavin? Oh, look, I think first and foremost, take a big, big, deep breath. Um, it's been a very intensive, you know, six, seven week period. And, um, you know, with what happened last night, you've got to give the guys, you know, some breathing space. So the majority of them, I think, uh, you know, when they disassemble, they'll, they'll, um, they'll, they'll head off and just um, have, have a little bit of quiet time and reset to get, get back into New Zealand. And then, and then we move from there. Um, so we'll be naming a team in the, in the near future for the test series. We'll hold off a little bit longer on the, on the T20s, there's no ODIs now um, for for a period of time. Uh, so it's uh, a couple of tests and three T20s over in over in Sri Lanka, um, and we'll we'll be communicating with the test guys, you know, very very shortly. And Gary will be touching base with them, the World Cup guys, before they um, disband. And looking back at the whole tournament, no doubt about it, the captaincy, the ability, the bat, Kane Williamson has been an unbelievable rock star. He shows no signs of going backwards. It looks like with every fixture, he's improving some facet of his play. The sky's the limit for this young man. Oh, look, he's an absolute genius. Uh, I think words escape me, really, and I don't think there's any superlatives left that you can throw on the table about uh, about Kane. Uh, he was magnificent. There was so much pressure on him. Um, Batting-wise, you know, our top top order, the openers, you know, they didn't function consistently across the tournament. So Kane was in early, you know, majority of the times with massive pressure on his shoulders, and he responded. Um, scored a lot of runs, brilliant average, and um, showed massive cricket smarts. But I think I saw his leadership just go to another level and the way he directed the team through the tournament, the way he um, sort of held his poise with the media, the fans. Um, he's just a you know mag- magnificent cricketer, great human being, and we're we're very very lucky to have him in our team. And finally, Gavin Larson, a word on the victorious. They didn't score more runs than us. They lost more wickets, but when push comes to shove, they are the world champions. Tell us about what England contributed. Oh no, look and, and good on them, and congratulations, a massive congratulations from. From me, they were they were tournament favourites. I've had a, a superb four years since the last World Cup when um, they were they pretty much have bottomed out. You know, they reset, they cleaned the whiteboard off, they 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 changed their style of play. Um, Owen's done a brilliant job with them as, as as captain, and on paper, you know, undoubtedly, I think they were the best team. Um, I think them in India, um, and they they deserve to be holding the the trophy aloft. Um, it's a game of millimetres, though, Das, isn't it? And um, they'll be they'll be thrilled. And um, you know, we've got a nation that's stopped and that's uh, probably in mourning today. Right. So you can either go to sleep or crack open a bottle of wine. It's entirely up to you, Gavin Larson. Thanks very much for joining the program. <laughs> Thank you. I'll go for the latter. Cheers, Das.